0: Bottom line bombs on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. You get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN. Then go to backslash shady for your chance to win $500. And if that, we start the show. Welcome to the Bottom Line Bombs. I am your host, CJ Sullivan, uh, bringing you the picks with bits for tobacco use only on another show, the dangerous world of sports talk comedy. Very dangerous. I gave out picks, of course, but I also do it with a humorous angle. And as we learned this week, it is a dangerous world trying to do comedy in sports talk. We'll get to that in a bit as I'm uh, talking about Bob Huggins, who uh, obviously not too dangerous. He just got extended today right before I don't know, went on the air. I heard about that. Good good for West Virginia. <laughs> but there's a lot of uh, broadcaster missteps, but I'll get into that later. Anyway, I will be giving out more NBA playoff bombs and NHL bombs. Those are the bombs for today, which is uh, Wednesday, 5-10 and Thursday, 5-11. So, there are eight games in total. A lot of sides, a lot of totals. I don't know if we have bombs for all of them. I don't want to force the bombs. I went five. I've been doing hot, obviously. Last two shows ago, I was undefeated with NBA 4 Uh We chopped it. We went even on Monday's show. We gave out a lot. We lost uh, Boston. And well, we won Denver. Um, we pushed with Golden State. I remember that one. It was the other one? Oh, and the heat we hit. Um, yeah. So we went three one there. But I went over and like with other ones in hockey, maybe it chopped up. We wound up chopping Boston. Uh, we lost minus seven, which was we we're fine with. We we're rooting for Philly. I had Philly. I thought Boston would bounce back. Well, uh, they did not. Boy, did they not? But. That, that opens up all our series plays, though, that we gave out. A lot of bombs for series plays. We have Philly plus a game and a half. That's already a winner. Hit that. Plus 175 on that as well. Um, over five and a half games in the series. Bomb that. That hit on Sunday with that Miracle Game 4 win. Um, but now, even better, we have Sixers in 6, 6 and 6 at plus 875. We gave out, bomb that one. Come on! That's a premature bomb. They're getting two tomorrow night. We'll talk about that later. Um, Al Horford... A lot of people were roasting Al Horford. He had a horrible game. He had, zero, he had zero points last night. That was old Philly Al Horford. Al Horford had a great game. Game four, blocked OMB Embiid a couple times, threes, dunks, doing a dance, and Philly fans were disgusted because we the Sixers signed Al Horford. He did nothing. But that was that's not, not even on Al Horford. That's on Elton Brand. Why were we even signing Al Horford? I'm surprised Al Elton Brand didn't try to sign him again after that game four. Um. But the point is, the reason why, so he was the GOAT. Every, that's the thing with these NBA playoffs. Immediately, it's like uh, after every single playoff game, someone is just getting roasted on Twitter. It's usually black Twitter. They're great at it, they drive this league anyway with memes, it, but it's just about humiliation. And so uh, Al Horford got got the treatment last night. And they're, and they're all hilarious. Hilarious memes and gyps. And like, Horford shooting a three in a city blowing up with a bomb or whatever. Like a bottom line bomb. And then uh, the other one was DeAndre Ayton with Phoenix last night. Ayton does. Denver smoked Phoenix. And there's another thing. They love t- they love talking about DeAndre Ayton. And he, they fucking just humiliate him. And everyone just, I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's it's fucking brutal. You're better off just not making a playoffs or doing anything in the NBA. Who cares? Make your money and fuck. Why? Why even get? Just get. It's all about getting fucking embarrassed. That's all they care about in the NBA. And I get it. I mean, that's what the culture is. It's what. That's what the top ten dunk. It is. They were showing um, was highlights of what game was it? It was the Lakers Golden State game, and Anthony Davis got dunked on. This is after Game Three, not even Game Four. Game Three where the Lakers crushed Golden State. But it was a play where Anthony Davis got dunked on and made number two in Sports Center top 10. And they're like, oh, that's embarrassing. He must be embarrassed tonight. That's what she said during the highlights. T- <laughs> the other guy's like, they won by 30, you know. Yeah. did they? Who knows? Who cares? No one cares that you win by 30. But if you win by three, that's more fun. We'd, it's more embarrassing for Golden State to lose the way they did last the other night by having a meltdown when they should have won than losing by th- then getting blown out by 30. because at least you can dunk on someone so now it's DeAndre wait De- they talk about DeAndre It's so funny too like he just doesn't enjoy basketball that's what I like about him he hates it well not my fault I'm seven foot I have to play it. And then they roast him. on. They just destroy him on Twitter. Like, oh, he's from the Bahamas. Ain't no way he likes to play basketball. Like, they just don't play basketball in the Bahamas. You know where Tim Duncan's from? And he swim here? He's got a weird graphics tattoo. Um, but goddamn, those memes are funny. But I feel horrible. I think I wouldn't even take a shot. I get why uh, P.J. Tucker doesn't take shots during games. Why take a shot? It's no longer uh, you miss... You know, whatever the fuck it is, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. No. No, you don't. Yeah, you might miss 100% of the shots you don't take, but uh, you also miss 100% of the memes when you don't take shots. So don't take a shot. If you can make money without shooting the basketball, playing basketball, do it. Because it's not worth the humiliation that Twitter's going to give you. Good Lord. (laughs) It's just fucking ruthless. So Horford got it. DeAndre Ayton, who hates the sport of basketball, got it. Um, We'll get to that game in a bit. We'll break down those NBA bombs. We're going to break down uh, NBA bombs for tonight and tomorrow after this break. And then we're going to to uh, also do the hockey bombs and talk a little bit about all the madness, madness, just uh, dangerous worlds of sports talk comedy that's going on. It's uh, people trying to be funny on the radio. One old show, Visitor's Locker Room, we used to say, it's comic- we are comics impersonating sportscasters, not the other way around. And that's the problem with ESPN, all these shows. They're, they're sportscasters impersonating comics, and it gets dangerous, and you see what happens. People get fired. People got suspended. People stay straight. People don't say anything. Look at that Oakland A's announcer. Glenn Coupier, whatever. Send them wrong. Said the wrong N word. tried to talk about how was good how They had a great time at the Negro League Hall of Fame. And he said the other word. And then, uh, but that's like, he got suspended as well as he should have. Because even if you, yes, it was a mistake. And obviously you're trying to say the other word. But uh, the fact that it came out. That makes you think. Well, you might be saying this a couple times beforehand. It's like a, it's like an auto auto fill in or auto auto fill in. Like, it's going, it's going based on your history. Okay, we're not making these up. Don't you mean this word? Suggested word. But what's funny is the Dallas Braden, the uh, the his, his his partner, just sitting right next to him with that hipster beard. Like he's like he runs a, the worst brewery in Oakland, and he's just standing and he didn't have a reaction. People are mad at him for not reacting for him saying the N word. And he has the greatest quote ever. My silence is being misinterpreted. He had to make a statement about not making a statement. Anyway, that's a great, that's a great t-shirt. I got to get that merch. My silence has been misinterpreted. That's Sean Green stacking the money. Green said earlier he's going to say that to his wife. <laughs> that's good for husbands. Anyways, um, we're going to get into that world of uh, the end <laughs> of Bob Hogan. I love this Bob Hogan story in the chat GPT. But first, before we get to any of that stuff, I need to, uh, I told you what's going to happen. I told you what's going to happen. Oh, God damn, I'm so bad at these things. Insano uh, makes a good point. He thinks silence can be interpreted as silence. I know. How do you how do you misinterpret silence? There's nothing to interpret. You said nothing. Yeah, but I had thoughts going on, you know? <laughs> he said he didn't hear it. Really? He didn't hear it? You were right next to him. Yeah, but in the broadcasting, things happen a lot of times. Okay, that's fine. I it I could definitely see him. All right even it either looked like he didn't hear it which is a possibility but it's also not true because then he said he didn't he didn't realize anything happened until he made the apology like an inning or two later really no, there was no commotion going on about it that he just whimsical whimsically made up an apology yeah okay you know about it but then he had that he just had that stone cold reaction like yep he says this word a lot Folks, now you now welcome to my world. This is exactly how Glenn gets down. <laughs> so, anyway, let's get into uh, all right. Let me tell you about Shady Rays again, Shady May, and then we'll get into all the NBA bombs, and NHL bombs, and bad sports talk comedy that we get into. Uh, Shady Rays, it's teamed up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get amazing 50% off, but you have a chance to win $500. Shady rays as you covered, from sun to slopes, premium polarized sunglasses, I have a pair matter of fact, I want to wear it, I want to wear it just for this this ad if you're watching on YouTube. Here we go. Let me lock in a box for this. There it is. Oh, good. Look at that. Uh, Shady rays, durable frames, blah blah blah, (laughs) extremely clear optics, not blah blah blah, that's not how you read ads. I love how if you break them, they give you a new pair, no questions asked. You go to ShadyRays.com, use SGP, code SGPN for 50% off two pairs of polarized sunglasses, then take your receipt to SportsGunPodcast.com backslash Shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. That is uh, amazing. And what I said, like last time, this is what they don't even advertise on Shady Mays, Shady Rays. They have the Shady Ray technology works. uh Cling on technology. You put the glasses up, look at this, and it doesn't cling to your hair. You can pull right off. Usually it rips it out by the roots. I might keep it on them. I'm kind of liking the the way I look on here in Shady Rays. So uh, I got these pair. I got these pair with the code. I could use that $500 anyway, too. All right, let's get into the NBA bombs because I have so much to talk about. Great Daniel Tosh performing that. Great Daniel Tosh, great comedian, uh, clip show host, and he orchestrated the NBA theme song. Can you believe that? Unbelievable! What a what a dynamic what a dynamic performer. <laughs> I say dynamic because hold on, because good lord, where did it go? I can't find it now. The old Dan Marino dynamic one, or maybe it's on Colby's soundboard. I am here. I am making fun of uh, other radio shows and how they're a fuck up comedy. I can't find this sound. and I, sh- I did not even look to see if I had this shine. This shine box. This. Is I'll go comedy. home and get your fucking shine box. The um, the clip. Unless they didn't. Damn it. It must be on Colby's. Oh, well, Dan Marino's dynamic wife. It's a hilarious clip. We were just playing it beforehand. Uh, anyway, let me get into the NBA bombs and welcome and say no to the message board here on YouTube and everyone watching, please make sure you subscribe and like this video. Uh, let's start right off. Um, tonight's games are, we got Lakers Golden State and Miami Knicks two games tonight. Now Miami Knicks, I don't want to get too deep into, I told you my only thing with my, uh, That series, I just want it over with. I just want to get it it out of here. Please, get these Knicks fans out. But I have a feeling the Knicks are going to win tonight. It's it's down to three and a half. Uh, It's three and a half, two and nine and a half. I want to play the Knicks there. Um, Let me bomb that real quick. Not a lot of faith in it. They've looked bad in all three of their losses. And even a win without Jimmy Butler, they did not look great. So I don't it's hard to go against Jimmy Butler in the garden. But there is a man on Twitter who's John Gruden's nephew. His name's JJ Gruden. Shout out to him, JJ Locks. You can look him up. He is a mop. A fish, if you will. And he is fade material, they say. But I love him. He's out there, he puts it out there. So I don't I don't rip on too many people to put their picks out there. And he puts he puts himself out there. And he loves the heat tonight, so on that alone I'm taking the next. I don't tell them that. I don't like when people I don't like when people are bad and people like uh go after them I'm like oh I'm fading this you stink don't tap the glass as we say in poker you know let don't tap the glass and annoy the fish let the fish be fish use this material for your uh your benefit so we're going to go with the Knicks at home tonight. I think they maybe one game for their fans It's they their annoying ass fucking fan base. They'll give that home and then get smoked in Miami over the weekend. Plus the NBA will want to extend this. I'll throw, I'll, I'll throw a fucking conspiracy thing out there. Why did I just curse right there? Uh, conspiracy thing out there. And um, say they will want to extend the series a little bit. I bet the Knicks do get this at home tonight. So my Knicks minus three and a half. We'll bomb that. All right. Now let's move on to the, um, to the other game, the, the the TV game, Golden State Lakers, the game that they want you to watch, that everyone will be watching. They love telling you about the ratings in this series, too. Oh, the most ratings in a semifinal series in, since 20. Okay, what, what's that even mean? On a cable network during a weekday? Okay. Great. A semifinal weekday cable series rating record. Fantastic. And of course it starts Golden State like I said Golden State um they lost both in the Lakers they got crushed game 3 and I thought we had them last game game 4 they should have won that game Curry was incredible but man we are players speaking of getting roasted on Twitter and NBA Jordan Poole he deserves it Jordan Poole has been awful Clay Thompson okay you miss games but he at least he hits some shots occasionally Jordan Poole they had none yeah he's been fucking brutal and he does nothing else but shoot, and he just—he's just awful. Made his hundred million dollars, and he's fine with that, which I get. See, that's why I say Jordan Poole, don't even shoot. You made your hundred million; don't, it's not even worth shooting because you're gonna be made a meme. Twitter, oh, Twitter's all—Twitter's brutal. Um, it's crazy the way Golden State freaked out. They just freaked out because people love talking about how Golden State. I'm like, I take these glasses off. It's just weird, when I can't see. Um. Clay Thompson was just jacking up crazy shots. Draymond Green does like jump passes. How many? It's so weird. It's so many this wide open layups. And they just launch it out for a three. Pass it back out. So Curry didn't want to take Anthony Davis at all home. And then he just threw the ball to like a bouquet toss or something. When he was down the ground, that last dribble, He goes, anyone's ball. Whatever. Um, tickets for this game too. Oh my God! Some were saying it was like twenty-five thousand for courtside, and it's not. It's not better up north, but it's, but they're gonna be uglier. That's the difference between now. L- Listen, I hate both fan bases, especially the front row, the Lakers and Golden State. But at least the Golden State, the Laker fans are better looking. Golden State, you have rich tech bros. That's the worst. At least the Lakers, you have like Kim Kardashian up front. Yeah. She's nice to look at. Although, what was that shirt she was wearing? I heart nerds. No, you don't. First of all, no, you don't, Kim. I'm know. <laughs> people. i such a nerd lover, are you? You date, You born through the NBA. NBA players aren't nerds, Kim. They're the opposite. They're jocks, actually. They're, there's jocks and nerds, and NBA athletes are jocks. They're genetic fucking freaks. That's the opposite of a nerd. Yeah, but I like nerds now. Now that I've gone through the NBA and Kanye, and now I might date a scientist. I told, I said that on James Corden. She said that on James Corder, and I guess, that she wants to date a scientist now. Also, thank God the James Corden show is over. Not that I ever watched it, blah, blah, blah. But... Uh, and I, there used to be a thing like, okay, if you don't like it, just don't watch it. Yeah, th- th- good luck. That's not a, that's not an option anymore. These fucking clips get thrown in your face and people on your timelines and algorithms and shit you don't follow. And I was like, oh, you got all oh, the, this changed my life. Especially because I follow comics on Twitter and a lot of people. And, a lot of, and I, have, I have friends who wrote for the show and all that and whatever. I'm not dissing you. But do I have to keep lying and saying I watch this show and people are talking about how great it was for him to sing in a car? And that final sketch they did with all the other talk show hosts, not one of them was in the room with him. It looked like it looked like one of uh, what's-in-your-wallet commercials where the actors are nowhere near the same room as them. Oh, man. So anyway, Kim Kardashian dates nerds. She does not. Kris Jenner, the mom, was right next to her. I can do it without her. That, that's what I like about Kim Kardashian. She, he, she gave Kris Jenner like, uh, like a half a quarter to sit next. Listen, you can sit next to me. For this one session, halfway through the second quarter, and that's it. Then you got to go. Then my other hot friend has got to sit next to me because we have uh, photos to be taken and We don't get your foot. That's it. Get out of there. Get to the suite. Have your shrimp cocktail. But you're not fucking front row all day. We need hot women only. Not that she's not pretty. I'm not saying anything about Chris Jenner like that. But she's a horrible person, right? That we can all we can all agree on that. That that I mean. Besides how she produced and directed Kardashian's uh, sex tape that got her famous, but um, to be on a talk show—remember when Chris Jenner had a talk show for like three days? She had a talk show on E! Network, I think, and um, it was amazing. It was an amazing train wreck. If you don't remember it, the opening episode or whatever, first episode—I I watched. I watched a clip of like, This is going to be awful, and it was. It got immediately canceled. Not the not the fact that she's not an entertainer or a performer, or of course she ever, or does anyone want to fucking talk to her or anything? There's not a redeeming thing about her. Her opening thing was she goes, "This was her comedy bit." She goes, "Okay, after the break, this is years ago, obviously. I want to show, and when we come back, I'm going to show you the first glimpse of Kim and Kanye's baby, North." And I was like, oh, that's exciting. It before she had a baby, you know, when she just had a baby. So paparazzi wanted to get pictures of it. And they come back from a commercial, and she has her back to the camera. With and She looks like she's holding a baby with blankets. And she is. She's holding a baby with blankets. And she turns around slowly. She goes, here it is. And she goes, wah, wah. This is just a normal baby. This isn't theirs. This is a piece of shit, non-celebrity baby. It was like the... uh Makeup Girls Baby or something. Like, hey, it's the Makeup Girls Baby. It's a piece of shit. It's not famous, so get us the fuck out of here. And she just, like, throws it off camera. That was her comedy bit. I'm like, this show could be good. Um So, anyway, they play tonight. Line is seven and a half now. People are just assuming the Lakers are going to take it off. The game off, that is. Which they might. Go and say might run them out of the building. And I think they will. I think the Lakers know that... uh the script, even though the writers are on strike, they don't need the they don't need the script writers for this one. The Hollywood writers are on strike, but they, they even know the script. The script. This series doesn't end tonight, on a Wednesday in San Francisco. This ends back in L.A. Friday night, and that's where it'll end. So tonight we'll take Golden State minus a seven and a half to blow them out. Lakers should just rest everyone second half. So we have uh, Knicks minus three and a half, Golden State minus seven and a half. Uh, Then we have Denver-Phoenix tomorrow. Let's get in tomorrow. Um, We talked about DeAndre and how everyone hates him now, how he hates playing basketball. This has been a home series. Everyone at home wins. How about that Phoenix owner, Matt Ishiba? God, is it Ishiba, whatever his name is? He tweeted out, Afterwards, when everyone was worried that uh, Jokic is going to get suspended, hey man, this just want to know. I respect Jokic. This isn't about me. He shouldn't get suspended. You know that's that's not the st- this there's, there's no story to this. I like when anyone s- tells you that there's no story. That's you know. Listen, there, this isn't the story. Yeah, we decide that asshole. We're the reporters and, and the audience decides what the story is. Nope, I told you this isn't a story. Me kept keeping the ball away from him and antagonizing an athlete. That's not the story. It's not about me. No, you know it is. You made it about you. Anyway, um, so they're going back home. It's now four and a half, 226 and a half. I have a feeling something about Devin Booker, and he's been incredible. Absolutely amazing. But I have a feeling now that they lost last night, which they did. They got smoked. Chris Paul is going to weasel his way back in there. And if Chris Paul gets back in there, he's because he's, he's a jerk and there's just no stopping him. And now he finally has the opening since they lost. Like, so ah, I'm back. Uh, Are you really back? You sure you don't want to take a- another knee? Um, so that total is 226 and a half too. So that's a tough one. I don't know, but let's go back to my So I, I just, I just want Phoenix. to. It just seems like, of course, Phoenix is going to win this at home. That's what they've been doing. But Denver, I mean, it took a fucking monumental game by Durant and Booker. It's just the way this, this thing has just been bounced back, bounced back. So God, this is a tough one. And especially if Chris Paul comes here and ruins things. Definitely going to ruin the total. The total should. I might just keep playing the over with Paul out of the game. The Phoenix gets to run, and they love running. You could tell they love it. They just love. They, I don't even know if they love running. They just love not having Chris Paul out there yelling at you. Chris Paul is just a fucking. He's just one of those assholes, just perfectionist. You see that thing of them Booker, and then Booker becomes Chris Paul. They all become Chris Paul and are yelling at Aiden in the huddle, and Aiden just walked away. Kind of like I kind of. I'm starting to really like DeAndre Aiden. I like I like anyone who hates their job, openly, and DeAndre Ayton hates playing basketball. And he hates his workers, he hates his team, his employees. So who can't relate to that? DeAndre Ayton hates his job and he hates the people he works with, and he hates that they love their job. They're like why don't you stop at a ball? I don't know because who cares? That's why. So they might be in trouble, but. uh, Let's take uh, Denver plus four and a half. I think that line's going up a little too high. Even though uh, this has been a zigzag there. We're going to zag on the zigzag. I think we're getting a little too many numbers there. So plus four and a half. Let's take Denver. And then finally, um, what is the other game? Oh, Boston Philly. Boston minus two, two, and a half. Game six. Now I have all the series prop bets on Philly plus eight seventy five to win in six. I want Philly to win this game, um, but too much history is on the Celtic side for my, for my likings here. One, you have doc rivers who loves blowing leads like this. He loves being up. I mean, he'll be up three, one, three, two, whatever it is. He loves blowing it. And you have Philly that loves losing games where everyone's excited for him to win. Like, oh, they turned around. Like, they were dead in the water in a series after game three. Like, oh, this is it. This, Embiid's not healthy. The Celtics are just going to run him out of the water. And then they pulled off that nice win Sunday. And then last night was just the Celtics being a Celtics. It's fucking around. The Celtics just fuck around so much. <laughs> it's, like, it's like sometimes they look like the greatest team you've ever seen. And then they do that shit like last night. Like, yeah, whatever. I don't really feel, I'm not really feeling it tonight. Eh. Yeah. There's another game, right? Yeah. We'll just play the, we'll play the next game. That's all. That's what the Celtics do. Okay. Whatever. What is the next game? Just tell us then. And well, it is the next game and it's tomorrow night in Philly. They're talking about who's going to ring the bell. When they are having poll questions on who's going to ring the bell and they are talking about bringing back Nick Foles and and, 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 who's going to ring the bell, which is a ceremony they do beforehand. Um, that's, you know, there's too much hype. And these are the games that Philly loves to lose. Philly just loves, loves to lose these games. But, and it would, and, and people forget how quickly Boston does own these Sixers, but not anymore. This would, this would be an amazing, but they're playing with momentum as well. This is almost a battle off of who has the most hard luck loser, or at least who complains about losing too much. Philly complains about losing much in Boston. No one complains more than Boston fans about how they how they suffer, even though they win championship after the championship. They couldn't be more annoying. Anyway, um, so we're going to go Boston minus two. I hate to do another favor here, but this is just too much. This is more of a Doc. And that's the thing with Doc Rivers. We want Philly to win. Maybe we go to Boston minus two. Doc Rivers has found a coach he can finally out-coach here with Azula. I will give, I will give doc that much credit at least, but I think doc will really outdo himself. (laughs) And just, I don't know. I'm talking myself back into Philly. Well, at least that's my, that's my only hope for Philly to win this game is that Azul is way worse than doc at this point in his career where he can't let him be outcoached. Anyway, what we'll do? (coughs) We've done famous, uh, Collapses. I hope they don't bring Rock. That's the worst when they bring Stallone in. That's when you know they're going to fucking lose the game. With the, if they have Stallone ring the bell, it's over with. Live bet hammer the Celtics if that if they do that. Pregame. Matter of fact, I might wait till the pregame bell. Who rings the bell to see who, who did they bring out? Nick Foles would be a good one. But if they bring out Stallone. Forget it. New York actor Sly Stallone. I've already, I've, I've gone on the Rocky Statue rant plenty of times here. Defending Philly and the Rocky Statue against the Bill Burr rant. But enough of him. Enough of Stallone. He's a New York act. Speaking of trying to do comedy, his comedy is just always amazing. He wanted to make Rambo like Tango and Cash basically in the studio to step in. Like, yeah, we're going to keep this like a Vietnam movie. Maybe not have a fucking one-liner after every murder. Anyway. Let me talk to you about Talkify, and then we'll come back with some hockey. But that was it for the NBA. bomb. Talkify is, oh God, is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve relationship success. Their trusted compatibility specializes hand-select successful and compelling candidates so you can date consciously and productively. Here's how it works. Talkify matchmakers meet with you, learn about what you're looking for, and a partner. They select and screen potential match candidates for you. I like this whole teaming of all to get you a match. Doing background checks, video interviews, asking tough questions, or too awkward for first dates. From there, your matchmaker plans your date, introduces you, and handles all communications for you, creating a safe, stress-free dating experience. See? Your silence will not be misinterpreted on Talkify. So right now, it's offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client talkify.com slash SGPN. That's dot com slash SGPN for 20% off. It's, they have 80% of clients met their person within the first 12 matches. Remember that? I don't even know if that's a good number, but that's what they're advertising. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty uh, amazing that that's a sponsor for us. I doubt anyone who listens to Bob on Bombs is having trouble uh, beating another significant other, right? Not when I give you so much material to talk about, like uh, <laughs> like uh, NHL, NHL ice dog systems. Can you just tell your date about that, about how, how CJ Sullivan has turned you on to uh, a hockey betting system? Women love that. And men. I'm not saying I'm not not not, uh, not not narrowing anything down here. We're keeping it. I'm not going to Bob Huggins this for crying out loud. Um. Anyway, thanks for watching on YouTube as well. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. People in the comments and like the fucking like the fucking. Why am I saying light the effing candle? All right, we are back now. Let's get into some of the uh, hockey bombs. I do the lawnmower noise for no reason whatsoever because I don't have a uh, hockey. I do have the hockey dog system. That's a good point. Um, right. And Sano knows what he's talking about here. He, says he keeps anything with a partner about a silence being misinterpreted. Right. we're all, all our silence is misinterpreted. You do need to Um. Women's silence is never misinterpreted. By the way, if you're uh, listening, <laughs> that's if they're silent to you, there is uh, it there's a, there's a reason behind that for sure. Their their silence speaks loudly. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's get into some of the ice bombs, like we were saying. Um, all right, there's two games tonight: Toronto, Florida, Vegas, Edmonton. And two tomorrow: Jersey, Carolina, Seattle, Dallas. I think about uh, a couple of these games because then I want to get into some real stuff. Toronto, Florida is tonight. Toronto's minus minus one twenty. They're about to get. Like I said before, this is um, this is a pretty funny bit that Toronto is doing. Toronto Maple Leafs. Their whole story was everyone. There's this huge fan base of the speaking of the losing fans. Like the, the, these guys are really losing fans. They haven't won a cup like since '42, I think, or something. And it was like 20 years since they even got in the second round. So that was the whole thing. They always choking. Then they finally got to the second round. They went nuts. They celebrated like they won the cup. And now they're getting swept by Florida. Hilarious bit. That's, that's it's well done, Toronto. But I proposed. <clears throat> the think tank and this is just my proposal how about Toronto let's do this bit we've lost 3 in a row let's win 3 in a row tie it up, get the city crazy again, back on your side have a game 7 at home and then get smoked and lose that game game 7 at home that would be an amazing bit, that's how you heighten the bit that's how you fucking write a legendary story Maybe it's a hat on top of a hat. People like saying that. That's an old improv saying, I think. I mean, it's too much of a joke. But I think it'd be pretty funny. I don't think they'll get... I mean, I could say I don't think I could sweat them in thinking they're going to win the last two games, and they haven't. They just haven't. And they seem like the better... It's a fun thing with Toronto. They're the better team, talent-wise. But that's never the deal. So we're going to give out... I think... I'm I'm all on board Toronto. And like I, and I gave out Toronto 15-1 to to win the conference. I think if you... It's actually a decent value numbers wise. The to, to win the series of plus six fifty, that's not that great of a value because you can just parlay the next four games for them to win and they'll be around there. But if you did that plus the series, which they'd probably be a minus one sixty favorite next round if they won, they kind of a good value. So if you want if if you're gonna play it that way, that's how I would play it. I would play it fifteen to one to win the conference. Who knows? Anyway, but we're going to give out Toronto minus 120. Bomb that. I think they'll stand off the. I think they'll stand off the. Either way, I think they'll stand off the week. And I think even if they don't win all three to make, make the seventh game, which they probably won't, um, they're going to lose it at home. I think it'll be a fun way to lose at home. Give your, give your fans what they want. One more chance to boo you. All right? Be respectful, Toronto. So they're going to win tonight, send it back home, then lose at home. Anyway. Um, Tomorrow, Jersey, Carolina. Carolina's almost only minus 120. I'm not really sure why this line is like that. What happened there? It must have been there an injury I don't know about. Who knows with hockey? Hockey never tells you about injuries. That's the thing. They're always, always like, lower body, upper body. What's the fuck does that mean? Lower body, upper body. Eh? Did he break his arm or does he have a concussion? Eh, somewhere in the upper body. We don't like to tell you. They don't tell anybody. But I know this, Carolina, except for that one game, they're beating the jerseys like 17-3. to three. They're killing them. So I'll take them at home. Carolina minus 120. Seattle-Dallas, I'm not even I'm not even giving out that giving was a bomb. But let's get to Edmonton-Vegas, which is tonight. Edmonton, the over-under is up to seven. Last show, that was one of our losses. I gave out over six and a half. And I said... I want to play the over every single game in a series, and I don't care if it loses because it's the right side. Well, I lied. I'm still gonna play the over, but I lied about not being upset. I was upset that the over didn't hit last game. <laughs> and the reason why is because uh like you know, whatever. If it loses, you know, the three two or two nothing game, whatever that happens. This game it played out just what this is back to back games now. This was it was five to one in a second period. Six goals. All we do is one more goal. They went like 28 straight minutes of without anything with a backup goal in. That's what happened too. Vegas got a backup goal in there because of an injury, and he shuts out Edmonton at home. What the, f- the hell's going on out there? Vegas scored. Vegas scores five, and they can't get over six and a half. It's five to one second period. So that's why I was angry. And that's the problem with hockey. If you, you don't want to sweat. Your bet on hockey. It's great, exciting game. Playoff hockey is great to watch. But if you have a bet on it, it's tough to watch because there are about 95 near goals for every one goal that happens. So you're like, God damn, why are you ah, yes. So you in your head, you're like, it could be four-nothing right now. It could be nine to two as well. It could be anything, but it's not. It's hockey. It is what it is. So it wasn't under till it's over. So hockey happens. In Vegas, uh, yeah, they shocked them by blowing out Edmonton. So Edmonton should bounce back tonight. 190 is a heavy number. I didn't want to lay game 3 and I was right not to lay it because of uh, you know, situations like that. But I'm pretty sure Edmonton will tie it up tonight. So take Edmonton in regulation if you don't want to lay the heavy juice, um, three-way bet. It's minus 125 to win in regulation. Edmonton will bomb that. And over seven, I mean, you see, the Edmonton's got the perfect over team because they score like crazy and their goalie is horrible. All their goalies are horrible, no matter who they put in there. So Vegas will get a couple, but Edmonton Edmonton might score eight tonight themselves. Uh, but Vegas killed them. This is, uh, that was a funny thing, uh, speaking of which, Vegas won 5-1 on ESPN. This is where I'm going to get into the uh, sports comedy talk sports talk comedy is tough it's a dangerous game it's not for the ill-fated you have to be professional like me you're listening to professional sports talk comedy <laughs> I'm not saying everybody's not funny everybody is funny I'm not one of those comics be like ah leave it to the professionals to just to say jokes like in real life like in life like at, you know at a bar or something no everyone's funny that's the whole point that's that's humanity it's great in their own ways, different ways, you know. Even non funny people are, are still funny. You can find a way to be funny. But when you're talking to the masses in front of a microphone, that things get dicey. Sports Center, John Anderson. He's one of these guys. Well, John Anderson, he's fine, hockey guy on the ESPN. But I, um, sport, all the Sports Center guys try to be funny. Ever since you know Dan Patrick and uh Kyle, Craig Kilborn got a fucking talk show from it, a couple talk shows from it and Keith Dolberman. Ever since then, everyone wants to do one-liners and bits and it's, it's kind of, it gets kind of brutal. Um, to the guy for Vegas, the guy for Vegas who scored, his name is Zach Whitecloud. He's a defender. He scored one of the goals and doing the highlights, John Anderson goes, and there's a goal by Zach Whitecloud. He goes, what kind of name is that? It'd be good if you're, it'd be good if you were a toilet paper. That's what he said. That's what he actually said. And uh, right, kind of whatever lame joke. Problem is, uh, White Cloud is a Native American name, and he is a Native American, or at least he has Native American in him. I'll give Anderson a little uh, leeway on that one. He probably a lot of people claim they're Native American. You don't, you don't know until they bring it up. And a lot of people like to, a lot of people lie about that, too. Obviously, Golden Glove Boxer is a Native American people like people like to lie about. But with the name like White Cloud. That should have been a signal that, okay, maybe maybe I should look into that. It so, that sounds very Native American. You know, they you have their bird and they look at the first thing they see, and that's what they named them after. Uh, so he goes, be good if you're a toilet paper. What kind of name is it? Brutal, just brutal, trying to be a funny joke on, on ESPN. He apologized and uh, did a personal apology and go from there and blah, blah, blah. I like to do. um, See, what I heard about the Bob Huggins thing, <laughs> and I'll get into that. Right, I'm gonna get into Bob Huggins. I mean, that's the, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. There's the dangers of trying to be funny in sports talk world. You're gonna have to apologize, and you're gonna have, to have Chat GPT write you an apology. I had Chat GPT write Bob Huggins' apology, and it was almost word for word before his thing came out. I'm like, give me give me an apology for chat for saying a homophobic slur. <laughs> And uh, it was word for word. Oh, that's see. see they say Chat GPT is coming for like you know script writers and uh, you know artists, things like that. And AI, no people who should be uh, nervous are copywriters and you know people who write bullshit, like PR apologies for saying homophobic stories that they don't be- that they don't be- really believe they're-, they're only apologizing because it's trouble. Like the guy who said, you know, the baseball announcer who said the Negro of thing. I mean, yeah, he was upset, but like, come on. Let me see if we can get the Bob Huggins. Apology. <laughs> Check GPT Alexa. I have a robot. Write me a Bob Huggins apology, will you? Let's get into that Bob Huggins thing real quick. I got to talk about this. It's amazing. Do I get the, I put, go into the box for this. Let me go into the box. let me recap real quick though Uh, Vegas, Edmonton over 7 and Edmonton minus 125 in regulation bomb it two bombs Toronto minus 120 bomb it Carolina minus 120 bomb it those are four NHL ice bombs and I already gave out the basketball bombs but let's go back to the box Let's go back to the box and talk some Huggy Bear. In the box. Bob Huggins, if you didn't hear it, it, happened on Monday right after I finished my show, so I couldn't take to talk about it. So it's almost – I would say it's gone. He, uh, he was on a sports talk show in uh, Cincinnati where he used to coach the Bill Cunningham show. And he listened to this and uh, – he said a homophobic slur on there, but so did the radio host. That was the thing. Let me, it's, uh, it's amazing. It, that is the problem. We try to be funny on the radio and he's, and he sports talk guys. It's like this morning, it's like this, it's like the, he's seeing these guys that are the morning like zoo crew, but with sports talk. It's like, this is the, sounds like the worst show in the world. And they say jokes. They said a fucking, let me, let me play the, let me play some of this clip for you. They start talking to Cincinnati Xavier. And uh, Huggins tries to make fun of uh, Xavier for being Catholic. Catholics don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're above the fracas, aren't we? No yeah, problem. Yeah, you, ab- um, absolutely. I mean, you, you, I tell you what, any, any school that can throw rubber penises on the floor and then say they didn't do it, by <laughs> God, they can get away with anything. <laughs> I, I, rubber it? penis. Was this I like think a that race? was at the Crosstown Shootout. Yeah. I think it was Transgender Night. Wasn't no. it? Was that it? It was. A, it was a Crosstown Shootout. See so right know there. What it was was all those fags, those uh. Catholic fags. I think. All right. <laughs> they, they, they were very envious. They didn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, your comments about Bob Huggins. Is he the best? He's the best. He's the best. He's the best. I, I, and I can see why they did not say he's the best. They were to—I'm the f- not saying they're a fall for what Huggins said, but they let him into it. The, the, you start off with that horrendous trans joke. How are these guys not fired? And then <laughs> Huggins is like, Huggins is like, oh, is that what kind of show this is? I can say nobody listens, I guess, and uh, everyone's 65 years old and says outdated shit. <laughs> oh my god! So Huggins like, fuck it, I'll say Catholic fags. Why not? Unbelievable, and so West Virginia they they said they're going to uh, do some further research and reconvene and about what? What's there to, what sort of what are you research? What are you talking about? He said it twice, admitted it. Well, we just want to know how many people in care in West Virginia give a shit, and it turns out uh, not many because they just gave him an extension. What? <laughs> They gave an extent They gave Huggins an extension after saying that. That's the kind of talk we like. It's like the uh, Morgan Whalen, that country singer who says the N word all the time, and every time he says it, his record sales go up. I mean, like, what is going on? He knows his fan base, Huggins. Yeah, no, we had to do some research, and apparently, uh, we love it. We love that he says that. Those, those fucking cornball radio guys there. <laughs> Little laugh. <laughs> cross gender, transgender fags. And then the dead silence. That was what's great. The awkward silence Oh, uh, yo, <laughs> okay. Well, I'm pretty sure that's a bad one. What do you What do you say, Bobby? What do you say? I think I thought this was going to be. He's ready to retire. Everyone. That was amazing. That was amazing about this. So this happens. Old heads go on the air, or whatever, and uh, you know. It gets away from them. This is basically how they retire. And everyone wrote their articles. It's time for him to retire anyway. You know, the coach of 40 years, obviously this is the end, but not in West Virginia, West Virginia. That's, that's just fine. He's going to have he will have to go through sensitivity training now. What? West Virginia. You should go to sensitivity training. You're the one, you're the one who just gave him a contract for it. What the fuck are you talking about? He's got to go to sensitivity training. You imagine Hoggins' sensitivity training. Now, what did you mean to say? How about What, what would you have said better next la, next time, Bob? Uh, I would have said Protestant pussies. I would have said that, maybe. I realize now that my words were very hurtful to Catholics. No, it wasn't hurtful to Catholics. Um, what, what's the other one? What, fags? What's wrong with that? That's what they are. Uh, right. Right. No, but you know you realize that's a slur. And they don't they don't appreciate that, and that's kind of but Catholic. I know I shouldn't have made fun of Catholics like that, even though they're real fake Christians. What? No, Bob. Bob, again, you're missing the point. Uh, you do see down the message boards where people are like, the real slur was against Catholics. No, no, it was not. There's been a bias against Catholicism as, as someone who went to Catholic school his entire life and it was an altar boy. Go fuck yourselves. Catholics. What are you talking about? <laughs> First of all, historically Catholics have done some of the most, the worst crimes against humanity anyway. And what are you saying? I mean, let's not even talk about Catholic priests. That's what, that's what all this refers to as Catholic priest, really. And for them, to, and, and there's a, and there's a, a sick portion of them. I think the worst part about what these Catholic priests do is that they're, that it's, that it's gay <laughs> and they consider, they consider pedophilia gay because they fuck altar boys or whatever the hell it is, which I never did, by the way, never, never did. I'm, I'm, I never got fucked by a priest is what I'm trying to say. You can say that on my show proudly. I'm not, not that, I just got friend zoned by priests. That was the problem. You yeah. know, it's kind of just not disappointing, but you can never get out of the friend zone. The wine was back there. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bob, I got, I got to play that one more time. It's just amazing. And it's not Huggins. I really don't blame Huggins. Huggins is old. That would be great though. If that's how old coaches retire now. Well, I'm just going to go on the animal on 470, the blitz and uh <laughs> do some gender fluid jokes and that'll call that a career. I'll call them gypsies and uh, you can't say it anymore, right? And They're just being updated with problematic language. Yeah, and that'll be your career. One more time with Huggies. He starts right... first. Even in his apology, he like blamed Xavier for it. I was trying to do some Xavier jokes. To Cap- no one gives a shit about Catholic the Catholic do jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're Listen to them the laughing at everything. Hug himself. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, you. I tell you what. Any any school that can throw rubber penises on the floor and then say they didn't do it. My <laughs> God, they can. Rubber it, penises. <laughs> Oh, I, I, rubber down. penis. Was this I like think a that was at the crosstown shootout, wasn't yeah. it? That was transgender night, wasn't it? What was that? It? It, was a, it was a crosstown shootout. Yeah, no. What it was was all those bags, those, those fags. I think. And then the laughter. <laughs> <laughs> They were very envious they didn't have one. Envious they didn't have. Oh, well, he's 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 way on there. Steve, your comments about Bob Huggins <laughs> is he the best? He's the he's the best. He's the best. He is the best. Jealousy didn't have one. I I, I know what as a comic I know what Huggins is doing there too. He uh, it reminds me of the Doug Gottlieb one. Oh, but when the bo- joke bombed awkward silence you can't say the f word like that and then he's just struggling Ugh, they're jealous they didn't have one all the fans were jealous they didn't have rubber penises what first of all just say the word dildo it's fun it's a funnier word we know what a dildo is and it helps you and it's you're just getting in a bad area you've already set yourself up with a <laughs> with the weird language with that <laughs> Oh, anyway, alright we're at 52 minutes here, should I wrap this anyway, so like I said every kids, sports talk comedy it's a dangerous game one, there's not too many people that appreciate it when it's done properly anyway it's a very very niche audience that I'm talking to Maybe you can find someone on Talkify. Maybe I'll go to Talkify and have them set me up with someone that appreciates good sports talk comedy. (laughs) I don't want to meet that gal, to be honest with you. (laughs) I I want rubber penises. I want a Catholic F, if you know what I mean. Um, So it's difficult. You can't can't just toss around uh, Native American bits anymore, John Anderson, Bob Huggins. But I do like that as a great way to retire. You know, what? instead of doing all the folklore and the legend and the press conference and doing and doing the yearly tour and getting gifts at every city, I'm just going to say a homophobic slur on an old radio show and with some of my buddies and get the hell out of here. Nope. Not in West Virginia or not. You get a contract extension. So good for him. Anyway, I was going to get, in there. Should we get in there? Did Sure, a gun talk on that. We're talking political. Now that we're talking political, that's the thing too. People think that's, I don't want people to say, that. don't take politics out, take politics out of it. He's fucking, <laughs> he's had a slur. Oh, the woke community. Oh man. I cannot believe it. What a, I, I got to listen to more of this, this uh, my Bill Cunningham show. How are you doing a show in Cincinnati? Whatever that sports talk nut hut show it is, and he doesn't even know. I did. He, he didn't. He didn't even know the reference. Huggins was talking about with the dildos on the court. What was that? A crosstown transgender night thing? Thirty years. ago, What? Wait. What? Rubber penises? <laughs> I'll laugh because you're Huggins, and that's what we do. We just laugh and call you Huggy. Isn't he the best? <laughs> Isn't he the best? His silence uh was not misinterpreted there, by the way. <laughs> when, there was, when there was that two seconds of silence after uh after he said fag twice in that manner, it was not misinterpreted. It was uh Gua. that's what that interpreted. Yikes! This is gonna be bad for everybody involved. <laughs> Oh, those terrible anti-Catholic comments! They can't even comprehend why that's a slur. The fact that they don't know that that's a slur is is obviously depra- whatever. There's no, there's no fucking, to- there's no talking to these people. You just can't talk to them like drunks. You just cannot fucking talk to them. Anyway, um, should I wrap this show up? Maybe keep it under an hour. Is that what you guys want? And then I could talk about. Uh, I don't have the energy to talk about the the gun shit with Alabama and all that. I don't. I really don't. You guys, I do have the energy to hear Huggins one more time, though, and these idiots laughing. Let's just talk about sports talk, bad sports talk, comedy. How dangerous this is! I do have. (laughs) I do have the uh, bandwidth for this. um, Absolutely. I mean, you. you I tell you what, any, any school that can throw rubber penises on the floor and yep. they say they didn't do it, right. my God, they can get away with it. Oh, <laughs> what the hell are you I talking about, huggy? You mean dildos? It was mean, yeah, a crosstown shootout, wasn't yeah. it? It was transgender night, wasn't it? What? what? It was a, a town shootout. Yeah, <laughs> no, what it was was all those fags, those, those Catholic fags. I think Oh, my God. I, I, I still can't believe that right there. <laughs> he laughs, ah, and then stops. Wait, I probably shouldn't be got caught laughing on that on air. Uh, the other man, it's pretty amazing. I'm, I'm, I could I could listen to this clip for I could listen to this clip for days. Actually, it's uh, there's so much, and it's about the radio show. It's not even about hugging. So when he says when his partner says transgender night, which I know he's doing a joke off of uh, crosstown gravery. Cincinnati playing Xavier's the crosstown rivalry, I imagine. Down there. Every, every, by the way, every fucking city and every rivalry like town where it's two games have that is a name for the rivalry. It's the cross town rivalry. Yeah, no, everyone does. Anyway. So that's when he throws a transgender So I see where his mind went there. Crosstown, cross-dressing, transgender dildos. And then his partner goes, What? And then Huggins. After he says cross, I go, oh, heard the transgender joke. And then they're like, yeah, that's some, tra- I got to up that. So I'll up that with a straight up fucking goddamn hate speech. And then he, he, the guy who threw transgender immediately dies laughing and then stops himself. I bet his partner maybe even reached over. Maybe Cunningham's, whatever one's Cunningham. Uh, yeah, no, this clip is going to go viral. We can't be seen uh, laughing at this or heard laughing at this. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, and then he throws it back in. And what do you feel about Bob Huggins? What? What do you want me to say now? Don't get, stop dragging me back into this drag as in RuPaul's drag race. No, not like that at all. Why do you keep saying things like that? Aren't we talking about basketball? This started off as a question about, do you get any transfer portals from Xavier? I mean, they were trying to rouse him up to how he hates Xavier. And then he went off about how he hates things. All right. You hit a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of different kinds of people. Um. Anyway, what else was I gonna say? I can't. I can't. I can't say listen to that thing one more time. But I. But I can. But I really can. I'll be get out of this thing. I want to get myself in trouble. Report me for saying the f word. I said it several times during that segment. I, <laughs> I realize that now, but I'm saying it and in context, okay, in the comedy context to tell the story. I probably didn't have to cancel me. Go ahead. I don't get get me on the air first. That's what I'm trying to do. Can't cancel me without giving me a show first. So cancel me. Get me out there and uh, rip me around. Um, whip me around. What? What? I feel like they like, What? transgender. What? Rubber penises. What? Um. Yeah. So it gets deadly. Anyway, thank you for listening and watching. I'm going to wrap this up. It gets to an hour now. An hour is long enough. Uh, it's already too long. They tell me 45 minutes is the goal for the show. I haven't come close to doing a 45 minute show yet, but that's because I'm in the box here going insane. Uh, thank you for uh, watching on YouTube. You can go ahead and, uh, um, subscribe, please subscribe and give a five star review to the podcast on Spotify and you know, anywhere you hear these things, um, anywhere you're listening to right now, just give a five star review and a little review. That's all. I'm going to do a contest. There is a shady rate contest, but I want to give out a man in the box t-shirt to the best reviewer. I hear, how about that? we read here. <laughs> you leave a review, a good review and I pick it out and I'll give a lucky contest winner. A, uh, Man in a box shirt. That's a pretty good deal. So subscribe to all that. Um, Follow me on Instagram at CJ Sullivan was taken. You'll find a lot of my stuff there. The YouTube channel, bottom on bombs and at CJ Sullivan. You see other man in a box stuff. All my promo clips go on there and comedy dates, that thing. Uh, Shout out to Insano. My guy's been commenting all night. I love the comments here on live on the YouTube. I'll put your final one up here. What does it say? All they need is the spring. I know the spring sound after the rubber penis for the morning zoo. it really is. So morning zoo and to, to combine morning zoo and sports talk is such a, such a dangerous thing. It's amazing. Um, it never works, but it does work. Obviously So people listen to that show. The fact that he can, uh, whatever. Oh God, I'm getting away from myself again. Anyway, thank you for everyone uh, listening and subscribing and doing that. I'll see you next week. Uh, every Monday and Wednesday, it's live here, noon Pacific, three o'clock, Pac, three o'clock, three o'clock Eastern. You ever see that? You seen that new Tupac show? See that? What happens? Now I'll start talking for another hour. Man, that's what the man in the box does. He goes crazy in his mind, in his box, and he talks about all these things. So, all right, good night.